How important is it in making the right connection with your creativity, with your business, and with God and people? Having divine connections can open the door to blessings that can literally change your life. So how can you make them? And what do you need to do to be in position to receive them? The answer may surprise you. In this edition of Go Creator Go, I have four methods of how to make and maintain divine creative connections and how building them can lead to great rewards. I'm Antoine Bean. This is Go Creator Go. Let's do it. God bless every single one of you. I'm Antoine Bean, and welcome to the Go Creator Go podcast, y'all. Hey, God bless y'all. I pray that everything is all well with you. I know it is with me. I'm an Emmy Award winner. Did I mention that? Yes. <laughs> I'm just Josh. I'm just having a good time, but I'm being silly. God bless every single one of y'all. I'm Antoine Bean. I'm a content creator. I'm a music video director i'm a film producer i'm a divine connection hallelujah and so are you and that's what i want to talk to you guys about on today i want to talk about the power of divine connections the name of this episode is you gotta put me on you gotta put me on not benita applebaum but you gotta put me on (laughs) for you hip-hop heads out there so being in a position where you have some type of credibility in your gifting, some type where you get paid for it, whether you um, are successful at it, people know you, um, you know, you've acquired some t- sort of fame, some sort of reward, some sort of blessing from your creativity, then more than likely you've had somebody come to you and say, how did you do this? Or who do you connect with? for you to get the success that you have, right? Especially in the black community. You know, it's really, really prevalent. You know, man, you got to put me on, man. Who introduced me to your connection, man? How'd you do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the t-shirts, who who did that? Who printed that? Or or how'd you get it for such for the low? Or, you know, uh, your jewelry, you know, where you get where you get that stuff at, or, you know, or whatever. Or even your music, you know, where'd you go to record it? Who's the producer that do your beats, etc. Blah, 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 blah. And they always want to get something from you. They always want to, you know, connect with what you have so they can get the success that you have right but a lot of people look at that as kind of a you know a negative thing like i ain't trying to tell these people you know my secrets you know i ain't trying to tell them you know man find your own stuff man find your own stuff and you know blow yourself up but you would be amazed to know that that's not actually how it's done you biblically you should share (laughs) Now, I'm not saying give away the secret sauce of your business and just tell them everything that you do. You need to have a connection with God so that you can give divine connection to people and to give understanding and language to answer that question. 
You know, there are ways to where you don't have to necessarily give up everything that you do, but you can connect these people with certain things that they may need to know. Now, everybody that asks you this, they're not qualified to receive that information either. They're not qualified to receive, you know, everything that you know of how you got there. Sometimes the connection is in the journey. Sometimes the connection is in, you know, the process of you getting there. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's one reason why some people are kind of possessive about the connections that they make along the way. And here you come. You just think that I'm just supposed to hand this to you. But that's not sometimes how it works. A lot of times you have to earn this place. You know, you, you fought for this oil. You know what I'm saying? You fought for this anointing. I'm going to talk to you guys about divine connections. The right way, the wrong way. <laughs> And there's a twist at the end. So stick stick with me. Stick with me. Just for a little while. Give me, give me a little bit and I got you. Having the right God-installed connections, they're used to develop, to bless, and to cultivate your spiritual giftings. You know? Uh, let's start with blessing first. Everybody wants the blessing first. So Psalm 23, plain and simple. Psalm 23. I I'm going to read the whole thing so you can hear the divine connection here. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Nothing defines divine connections better than that, that psalm. Nothing. You know, it's, it's truly the divine connection between God, the Father, and us as believers and followers of him, as, as his children. That's a divine connection. Developing is another form of it. Romans chapter 13, verses 4 through 5. For the one in authority... Uh-oh, <laughs> I spoke a curse word. The one in authority is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They're God's servants, agents of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of conscience. So, that is a development situation, even though it's in the line of correction. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. I know they don't like it, but that actually develops you. Divine connections do more than just give you stuff. They develop you. They, they, they get you straight. I, I would rather have that than somebody to just tell me good things and do good stuff for me all the time. I need some truth here. Right. Another thing that divine connections do is that they cultivate and grow you. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 through 13. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, talking about God here, and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me, talking about God here, and when you seek me, you will seek me with all your heart. It's, it's amazing connecting with God is the ultimate divine connection. It's not about connecting with other people to get their resources. It's really about standing with Christ. You know, for every cre creative, we can do all things through Christ, right? 
However, the Bible clearly shows that when believers are connected and working in concert, though, nothing can stand in our way. God, the father himself said this in Genesis chapter 11, verses one through nine. Read it for at your leisure, talking about the Tower of Babel. So I'm going to do the short Cliff Notes version. So Tower of Babel, there were a group of people who felt like, you know, Nimrod and a couple other individuals. They were like, listen, why don't we build a tower that go to heaven? And we find out what's going on up there, you know, and we 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 make our stake there as well as earth. And it was it got to be such a structure and such a deal that God himself came down and looked at what they were doing and said, wow, man, when 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 they put their mind to it, there's nothing that can stand that can stop them. There's nothing that can stand in their way. So he confused the languages to where they could not communicate to finish this tower. It's, it's amazing. The word of God is packed with scriptures concerning the power of divine connections, not just in the Old Testament. It's, in, it's all in the New Testament. As a matter of fact, the New Testament is on the foundation with Jesus Christ as a divine connection, not just with each other. You know, as the believers did, we saw in the book of Acts, they did some things. Paul talked about connecting with other believers. But it's not just with that, but it's more importantly to connect with God himself. If you look it up in the Webster's Dictionary, it's a relationship with a person, a thing or an idea linked or associated with something else or people with whom one has a social or professional contact or to whom one is related, especially with the influence. Watch this and ability to offer one help. Now, that is, to me, it just doesn't define it better than that, naturally, right? Because that's what we're looking for. We're looking for help. We're looking for influence. We're looking for strategy. And we're looking for an individual or an idea or a thing that can help us get there, right? Right. So, and of, of course, it also goes into the the other side of it, which is an arrangement or an opportunity, so an arrangement or opportunity is a connection, you know, and not just with business. You could talk about natural things like the bus, the train, you know, hooking up things like jobs and and ideas, companies, corporations, things like that. Everyone is looking for divine connections. Everyone is looking for that. The Bible talks about divine connections, divine meaning coming directly from God. And the connection is the link band or association to. Right. Divine connections are relationships or associations sent directly from God. These connections slash people are sent to link with you, join with you and to bond with you for a godly ordained purpose. Right. You have to think about that when you're asking for a connection, you're asking for God to connect, to show up and fix or bind you. And bind the vision that he's giving you to someone, something, or an idea that could take you to another level. But there are a lot of people who think that I'm not going to wait on God. I'm going to try to do this myself. You know, I, I, get, I, I got it. I have the ability to do it. God bless me with it. I, I'm just going to run with this thing. I, I, hey, you know what I'm saying? I could do this on my own. You know, I don't need no help. You know, remember those people that didn't want to share with you? 
their information, though God blessed them, right? And they will tell you every day, oh, it's God's favor. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't, where would I be if it were not for the Lord on my side? Well, how did you do it? Well, you know, you just got to believe God, just got to trust them. You just got to give them, well, you know, well, let me have his number because you ain't telling me anything. <laughs> well, there's a danger with that. There's a danger for purposely withholding something that you can release. And there are seven of them, and I'm going to go through them. So the, the first one is doing things in your own strength, having a lack of faith. We talked about that last week. We talked about that, too, about having, you know, doing things in your own strength and having a lack of faith. It, it, it can destroy you. It can, it can hurt you. Despite how blessed your idea is or despite the, how blessed your gifting is, it can really destroy and harm you. Being selfish, not wanting to share. The Bible distinctively talks about sharing. In the book of Acts, there was a whole chapter about how the disciples, you know, and that, well, the apostles at that point, they were actually sharing everything they had. And they saw so much blessing, increase in favor. As a matter of fact, there were two people as a husband and wife who died as a result of not sharing and not being honest. So, yeah, you got to be very careful with that. Manipulative, sneaky and usury. That's to those are total traits of people who don't exercise uh, being what God divined them to do to be a connection. You know, they, they're manipulative, they're sneaky, and they're users. So you guys got to be careful with that and use your discernment. Ask God to show you, should I go, you know, partner with this person or should I deal with this person? Lack of trust. Lack of trust from 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 yourself and other people. If you if you're walking in that in that idea of not networking and not not connecting with people and not, you know, being a community person and trying to, you know, move things forward, you know, be be a good Christian, as it were, in the marketplace. You're going to find yourself not being able to trust yourself and you're going to find yourself not being able to trust the people that want to connect with you thinking that they're going to steal from you. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm guilty of that myself. Early in my Christian walk, it, I was very leery about, you know, who to connect with because I had been, you know, a little bit hurt. And uh, I was in a place where I was like, man, dude, is this person out to get me? Is this person out to take my idea, et cetera? And even today, from time to time, I'll be a blessing to someone and they'll just kind of, you know, take the connection that I gave them. They just run with it. And they never, they don't say, hey, Antoine, I thank you for that, man. Or, hey, let me return the favor and be a blessing to you. Never. No, they don't do that. I'm not going to say never because, you know, people, they, you know, God touches the hearts of people. But there are a lot of people that just literally will take your stuff. And and, and I'm not going to lie to you. They're going to take your stuff, some of these people, and just go. Church folks, you're just going to take your stuff and just roll with it. And, then, and, and have the audacity to look at you funny if you say anything like, well, hey, you know, remember me? <laughs> you know, they, they look at you sideways. It's happened. You know, so being a poor steward is another one. Being a poor steward, if you're not if you're not actively taking care of what God is giving you, how, how, how can you expect to ask for divine connections? God bless me. God bless me. You haven't even taken care of what you got. You got to be a good steward. Here's one of my personal. I can't stand it. Hustler mindset. You know, the grind, you know, I got to get my grind. I got to grind. I'll sleep when I die and all that. That's listen, guys, I, I don't know how many times I have to tell you this in these podcasts. That hustler mentality gets you absolutely nowhere but sick, hurt and broke. You're just going to grind yourself literally in the ground 
trying to get your hustle on and trying to take it because because one thing about hustlers hustlers are not honest if you look up the definition of what a hustler is you don't want to be that so really think about your words and think about your you know how you're utilizing your thoughts and your mindset jesus was not a hustler i'm one of those people i, I i'm a purist with christ i try to do my very best to say and do and walk in what jesus said right Jesus had nothing Jesus said reflects the hustler grinder mentality. Nothing, nothing. So trust me, you're not going to, it's a dead end. It's a dead end. You know, getting what you can, when you can get it, temporary fixes and all, it's not going to work. Guys, it's not going to work. And the last one is no new ideas, influences, or inspiration. If you are not divinely connected, if you don't want to divinely connect with people or if you're just expecting to receive and not give, you're not getting anything new. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. It can damage you more than can help you. So what are the solutions, Antoine? What are the solutions? Here they are. I have four of them. Number one, you have to connect with who God has made us to be a blessing for. You, you, you have to connect with four things. You have to connect with his word. You have to connect with his heart. You have to connect with his people and you have to connect with his kingdom. It opens the door to supernatural breakthrough and divine connections for real, for real. You know, I'll do it again. You have to connect with his word. You have to connect with his heart. You have to connect with his people and you have to connect with his kingdom. Connect with God. That is the divine connection. You could, I know it sounds cheesy. Oh, you could have said that in the beginning. No, listen. You have to have that relationship with God. You can't look for and expect to get what you're not even able to receive. You have to be what you're asking for, right? And to do that, you got to seek God. God's word, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is God breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Get that word in your heart. Get that word in your system. You get that word in you, you'll get wisdom, you'll get discernment, you'll get guidance, you'll get strength, you'll get understanding, you'll get peace. And most importantly, you get connections. Because when you're able to utilize the word of God in your walk, in your talk, and in your structure or how you live, trust me, God will treat you literally like a magnet and connections will come. Also, having God's heart will do that too. Once they show up, you bring God's heart to the surface in your life. God's heart, John chapter 16, verses 23 through 24. In that day, you will no longer ask me anything. Very truly, I tell you, my father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. God's people. Remember the order. God's word in your heart, you know, it, it rests in you. And then you exercise God's heart. To who? God's people. John chapter 17, verses 20 through 23. My prayer is not for them alone. I, he's praying for the disciples. I also pray and for us. I also pray for those who will believe in me through their message. Talking about us. That all of them may be one father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I've given them the glory that you gave me that they may be one as we are one, I and them and you and me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. 
Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. So again, having God's word produces love of God's heart in you for God's people. And of course, the caveat is God's kingdom. And I will say this every week, Matthew 633, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. Having those divine connections draws you so close to the Lord and it draws you so close to your purpose and destiny. It strengthens your life and gives you purpose and gives you the strength to carry on and go forward. And this is what a life of divine connections looks like. You have divine protection. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17. No weapon that's formed against you shall succeed. And you shall confute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. You get this blessing. You get divine protection with when you walk with Christ, right? Divine justice and recompense. What's owed to you and think people not treating you dirty. Remember the people stealing from you and stuff like that. Hey, they're going to get dealt with John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Watch this. I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. That's Jesus talking. It's true. Let them have it. Let them have it. I, I cannot tell you how long it took me to, to, to understand that, to grasp that. Let them have it. Because trust me, it only get to a point, but it's not going to succeed. Because eventually, they're going to go to glory and they're going to go to God and God's going to literally bring that up to them. Don't think that it won't go unnoticed. He sees all, guys. Divine authority. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 27. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all of the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image in the image of God. He created him male and female. He created them. The divine authority. God gave us the authority over the earth. So where we can connect with what he has put in place for us and we shall have dominion over them in a godly way where we walk in the favor of God and we exercise God's protection, his heart, his word, his life. Oh, man, I can go on and on. Divine wisdom. First Corinthians chapter two, verses one through five. And I, when I come to you, brothers, Did I come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom? This is Paul talking. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And my speech and my message were not in plausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. So that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Having that wisdom, it changes your perspective, but it also attracts connection. And lastly, divine correction. I'm saying that curse word again, correction. Romans chapter 12, verse 19. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. I'm going to say that again. 
Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Guys, having a divine connection is a game changer. But you have to understand that it's not about seeking people that can just help you. God may even have you be the connection to someone else. You may have everything you need if you do all of those things in Christ. In conclusion, to have godly connections in business, life, and even friendships and family, hello spouse, can be heaven on earth for a believer. The idea of using resources, knowledge, and info that can take you and your creative vision to a prosperous place can be a blessing, a win-win-win-win-win to your life. But the caution is we need to remember the ultimate reason for these connects, the kingdom of God. Now, don't get it twisted. It's not about you. The blessings you and I receive are byproduct of our obedience and the fruit of our assigned labor. But the main focus of making connections is to expand God's kingdom and to be a testimony for God's people while keeping his word in our hearts and following his voice and the voice of a stranger we don't follow. Having divine connections are some of the most favorable attributes anyone can have. Did you hear what I said? Having divine connection can be some of the most favorable attributes, biggest blessings that anyone can possess. What's crazy is, is that you don't have to be a believer to possess them. God loves the unbeliever just as much as he loves you. Why? Because he desires that all men come to repentance. So instead of you looking for divine connections to push you, to bless you, to put you up there where people can see you and you can live your best life, you need to be a divine connection to push non-believers to live their best life in Christ. So if it means opening up a door for divine connections that that person can walk through and see and witness the love of God firsthand, so be it. Isn't that the point? To be the light that gives others a reason to praise our Heavenly Father and give his kingdom glory? Remember, you have the purpose as a creative and God wants to make use of it to not only be a blessing for you, but to help move his kingdom forward through you. I want to take this time right now to pray for you and to pray for your divine connections and that you be a divine connection. So, Father, I thank you for these amazing creatives. I thank you for who you are, God. I love you and I give you all praise and glory. And God, we ask God that as a collective body, as creators, we pray to you and ask God that you bless us to be divine connections. You bless us, the Father, lift up people, Father, to come closer to you. Let us be an example in business and in the marketplace and in the ministries that we serve and the ministries that we do and the giftings that we walk in, Father, that you, Father, use us to, Father, connect people closer to you and to bring their hearts closer to you and that they cry out to you, Father, that you are their heavenly Lord, that you are their heavenly Father, and that, Father, they desire a life with you. And in turn, let them grow in prosperity. Let them grow in business. Let them grow in healing. Let them grow in understanding with you and divine connections. They will become to others as they receive the kingdom of God. And I cancel any demonic assignment that tries to hinder and stop the growth of your new divine connectors. 
to stop the growth of divine understanding and divine supernatural activity that they try to can that they try to harm that I cancel those assignments by the enemy now these individuals that are creatives that are that are world changers that are game changers that they father go into the earth and they take dominion over what you've given them and their various mountains of influence that, God, you use them as ambassadors for Christ to lead millions to the kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I urge you to do so. I urge you to do so. Receive Jesus as Lord. He is your only way to the heavenly kingdom, the only way. I don't care what other people say. I don't care what all these celebrities tell you. The way to God, the Father, the way to eternal life is Jesus Christ. He is the door. He is the narrow gate. He is the good shepherd. Receive him in your heart and ask him to forgive your sins and receive him as your Lord and Savior. And I'm telling you, it's a done deal. You're already there. Now, the step after that, connect with a Bible-based church. Connect with a ministry that loves Jesus and teaches him crucified and preaches his resurrection, and preaches his restoration for his people. Connect with a church that does that, and you're there. I'm telling you. And then the third step, spread the word. Be that kingdom builder. Be that divine connection. Father, thank you for these amazing creatives, and I pray much success to them until we meet again. I'm Antoine Bean. That was Go Creator Go. Y'all be blessed. Peace. Creator Go was recorded at the studios of Triumph Media Works in Memphis. For more information, check out everything Go Creator Go, Triumph Media Works, Triumph Jewelry. Check out everything on AntoineBean.com. Check out the book and the journal. That's right. We have a whole book, guys. A, de a devotional that's dedicated to creatives and a journal designed to write ideas and organize them for your future plans of doing the work that God has called you to do. Check it out on Amazon, Go Creator Go, by me, Antoine Bean, or order it through the link on AntoineBean.com. Until ne next time, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Go Creator Go. Peace. <laughs>